you know, a lady who had helped me and knew me since I was five. And her husband said, when I heard that Cody called, I said, what did you say? And he and he said, I told her, hide the keys. Let's go. Have you or someone you know had your life turned upside down because of your past? Of course I have. Everyone does background checks now, which makes it hard to bounce back. What do you believe? I believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It, sh- it should pay you back. This podcast will inspire you motivate you and inform you with everything you need to rise above your past and and not be afraid to say go go ahead check my background my name is jaden gum and this is background check you already know let's go you can check my background i'm a forgiving felon so tell them that i won't back down now you can bet i won't live in regret it's time to earn some respect you are tuning in to background check This body we have many members now All the same function if everybody remembers He's everything no matter how I feel about it I let him in just to talk about it When it's hard feeling pain He's my ventilator light on my path He's an aviator goodness and mercy Follow me all the days of my life What's up everybody? Welcome to Background Check Podcast I'm your host Jay Dan And these are my lovely co-hosts Jessa and Gemma Yay! How are y'all doing today? Good. Good? Is there anything new? Oh, y'all like this music? Yes, I figured something new. Yeah? Like on my headphones. Yeah, you're listening to music in different headphones. Yeah. They're my school headphones, but I brought them here so that yeah. I can... Gemma, where's your uh, school headphones? School. At school. Oh. oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good that your school headphones are at school. All right. Well, y'all like that music? I think yeah. Jessa and you and I talked about this is Mark Jones. Uh, he's a he's a he's a musician and um, Christian rapper, and he's also um, yeah. And I think we're gonna start playing some of his music uh, and eventually have him on. So we're just kind of introducing. This was called "He's Everything." Last week was called uh, I think "On My Own," mm. but this one's called "He Is He's Everything." And, uh, and so, yeah, we're going to have him on. Uh, I don't know when, but we're going to have him on soon and uh, get his story. He's got a great story. You okay, Gemma? All right, cool. All right, let's see here. What are we going to talk about today, are ladies? Rangers in the playoffs. What are we going to talk? What? Rangers, Rangers are in the playoffs? Rangers in the playoffs. Yes, yes. Rangers are in the playoffs. So uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've been in the playoffs. Uh, who's your favorite player, uh, Jessa? Garcia. Adolis Garcia. He's pretty good. Gemma, do you have a favorite baseball player? No? You don't know any of them, do you? That's all right. Why are you here today? <laughs> I don't you know, because you made me. Gemma, uh, we had some people write in saying that uh, they were they, they, they loved having you on the show, and they, that you did a good job pretending like we ignored you, and that we, <laughs> and that we did a good job pretending like we were ignoring you. And uh, in fact, one inmate said he, he almost stopped the video and wrote me a nasty letter. <laughs> no, but he wasn't going to do that. But um, but he said, you did a good job. You did, you did a good job. So, uh, so yeah. So I you're like back that. on today. I like that announcement. Do y'all have anybody you want to shout out to? Snowman. Snowman? Like somebody that's not here in the room? Somebody that's... A snowman threw up. Blue. Blue. You want to say out of blue? Okay. And little blue. And little blue. All right. That's cool. You know, we, we do have some other shout outs. Uh, just a couple, uh, people that, you know, when I run into people that know people in prison, that those are the kind of shout outs I want to do. 
Um, it's hard for me to go through and, and grab everybody's shout outs and put them on the air. But like I said, we're going to bring the ticker back and uh, we're, we're starting to keep a list. Gabby and Maria are doing a great job at helping us uh, read, but also process all the letters and applications. Thank you for writing that you need an application on there because that helps us just uh, get an application to you a lot quicker. And uh, we appreciate Steve getting those applications out. It does seem like um, Securus is behind on getting uh, mail scanned. So uh, there's nothing we can do about that. I've called Huntsville in the mail room down there. And they said that they've actually sent people to Securus to Dallas to help them scan. So we haven't got one uh, application that we've sent since digital mail started. We have not got one of them back yet. Uh, I, you know what? I believe we got one from one of the original 10 units that were digital mail. But since the, it went system wide, we have not got one back. And so uh, be patient. Be patient. We've sent them out. We've sent them out. They're coming. Uh, they're, they're just, they'll show up on your tablet one day. So anyway, digital mail is, is kind of a pain so far. But I think when they catch all, catch all everybody up, it'll be, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, ladies, ladies, let's see. What else can we talk about? Let's, let's talk about football. Jimma, Jimma, who's, who's your favorite football team? <coughs> Steelers. Some of the Steeler Nation shouted out to you and said they liked your jersey. So just want to let what you know. What about mine? Uh, Cowboy Nation, they, they they let us know when when they're riding with you. Yes. Um, let's see. The other thing I wanted to say, oh, we run into some people that um, we, we shout out to. Uh, that one, Like Tyler, we interviewed Tyler Coleman from... Uh, the Hiding Place and Misfits Missions. We're going to have her on the show. I uh, don't know when the episode is going to air, probably in the next month or so. But she has a transitional house for women. So w- women, get ready. We're, we're, we're going to start sending you to her if you want to be in the Houston area. And and then, let's see. She said shout out to, uh, or I think she did. I don't remember. Angela Castillo. Angela Castillo, Plain State Jail. Uh, we just want to give you a shout out. Uh, let's see, Bobby Rodriguez, Bobby Rodriguez, Ellis Unit, uh, B3CITP, Bobby Rodriguez, and all you guys. Uh, let's see, Jimmy Winland uh, also goes by Blue, so I guess there's more Blue out there. And uh, let's see, I, I do have an important announcement uh, re- regarding the apps. Just remember, if you are um, someone who has a sex offense on your record, we are uh, we we can only have one in the house, and it's almost always taken up. So please. Remember that we're going to send you an application, uh, but just know when you get that application that the chances of, of the spot being available when you're ready to make parole and after you get through the program are very slim because of the one spot. And so just keep that in mind. If you're willing to be put on a very long waiting list, then that's fine. We can do that. But at the same time, uh, if you if you want to look for other places, then, you know, just let us know if that's what you want to do. Um the Way Back. Y'all, The Way Back. We're, we're sponsored by The Way Back. This episode is brought to you by The Way Back. The Way uh, Back? The Way Back. And uh, they they wrote and said, or they called and said that you guys are writing in. And some of you are asking for applications. Okay, right? There's no application for The Way Back. There's nothing you can do before you get out of prison. Your family can call when you're getting close to getting out of prison to maybe try to get some things in place. But there's no application. They don't do housing. So don't write and ask them for a housing application. They don't. They don't do it. They actually refer people to us. So uh, we got a new ad uh, coming up, and uh, the, a new, you know, a new flyer 
that says that they don't do housing. So I just wanted to let y'all know about that. So, uh, but yeah, we're brought to you by Forgiven Felons, helping people with the past. Realize their future. And yeah. brought to you by, uh, we're also Background Check Podcast, where we believe your background shouldn't hold you back. It should pay, pay you back. back. Yeah. So uh, the way back, we'll put all their information at the end of the show. But T-Ray, Heather, Katie, all the people over there that are working hard. If you're going to be out in the Dallas area, you need to give them a call when you get out and let them know what you need because they can provide so many things for you. Training, they can provide uh, job help, assistant in job search. They can provide uh, food, clothes, hygiene, all that stuff. So, all right. Uh, any, other, any other announcements, girls? Did we already talk about G5? Oh, G5, G5, all uh, G5. Welcome all G5 to the uh, to the tablets. In case you're wondering what G5 is, good question, Gemma. Gemma, Gemma said, "What is G5?" Good question. Uh, G5 is is a section of the population that is uh, kind of segregated, and uh, it's not it's not seg, it's not close custody, but it's I guess it's kind of a close custody, but but it's G5, and they did not have access to tablets, but all of them do now. Some units wrote in and let us know one by one, you know who's who's got it, but I think it's everybody now. And so, welcome G five. I like the fact that it's G because G can stand for grace. Gums. Gums. Can stand for gums. Yes. Um, but the the number, the biblical number of grace in the Bible is five. So it's like grace five. So they're getting five. Yeah, G five. All right. Uh, Patriot pause. Patriot pause at Body. the at the Lane Murray unit. Uh, y'all about to have congrats. Y'all about to have graduation on October thirteenth. That's a Friday. That's coming up next week. So we first of all, we want to say congratulations to all of you. And the doggies. Um, everyone watching by YouTube out here in the free world, they're going to, uh, I think the Murray unit is going to put it live on their Facebook page, the Patriot mm-hmm. Paws graduation. So uh, y'all could be watching that. That's going to be fun. That's going to be so much fun. The documentary, you you guys have seen the documentary. Um, it's going to be in it's, it's going to be dubbed in Spanish. So all of you non-English speaking people out there that listen, <laughs> uh, we got something for you now. We got something for you now, and it's going to be it's going to be amazing. We're still probably four weeks out on getting that finished, but that's going to be uh, awesome. We're we're so glad that awesome. that's going to that's going to happen. So, all right, girls, y'all got anything else to say? Nope. You sure? Yeah. Any, any shout outs? No. Any, any more shout outs? Nothing. No. You good? You ready to go, Gemma? Yes. was ready to go. We yeah. have to pack up for a birthday party. Yeah. The, y'all, oh, you're going to a birthday party tonight. We're going to a yeah. slumber, slumber party. Kid movie. Slumber party with the girls. We're going to watch a hunting house movie. Monster High, I think, is the name of the movie. Yeah. All right. It's sort of like Royal High. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, do y'all want to talk about... Uh, the storm. Oh, y'all were asleep during the storm. Never mind. I know. Well, but it's Gemma, still crazy. Gemma, uh, Jesse, you remember the storm that we filmed like the lightning in, you know, last week or the yeah. Wednesday? Yeah. When y'all went to bed last night, the storm was so, or the night before, I the know. storm was so, so like, crazy. We have this ring cam that we sat on our fireplace outside. And what happened was when our internet went out, the ring cam went out. And like, so we were, it can film, it can film. So like it filmed and like it just went like yeah yeah I showed happened. I actually showed him a video it's I did crazy. I did a background check in on storms and I did the video of that so all right well we we love y'all we we thank you for listening 
to us on uh, Pando, but also on YouTube. Spread the word about the uh, to your family about how they can watch it out here on YouTube at Forgiven Felon. And uh, no S, but at Forgiven Felon. And they can watch it on the Pando app out here too, but the Pando app sometimes is is a, a little glitchy. So uh, so tell them to, to go to the YouTube channel at Forgiven Felon. And uh, also, if you are out there in the free world, we're trying to get some more inmate uh, interviews lined up, but that might be on hold for a little while uh, because, uh, and I'll do a devotion on this, but I got into um, I got into a little trouble, and uh, I think I'm going to be on suspension for a little bit for coming in, and so to to be to be uh, determined. And um, I, I made a mistake. I made a mistake, and uh, it's going to cost me. It's going to cost. It's going to cost some people, you know, me coming in and ministering for a little bit. Uh, but that's all part of spiritual growth. And um, and we're going to be okay. We're going to be all right. But I, we still get to do this. And we still get to uh, minister to you guys through here. And uh, so, yeah, we're glad about that. Mwah. So, Mwah. all right. Mwah. Y'all say bye. Bye. We love you. Don't forget to don't let your background hold you back. Make, Make it, it pay, pay you back. back. And uh, we'll see. We got Cody Ford Part 2 coming up. Cody Ford Part 2. Have you seen Part 1? If you haven't seen Cody Ford Part 1, go watch it first. Go watch it. And then go come back to Part 2. All right? And uh, You don't want to spoil the surprise for you. And go watch the uh, go watch the Storms uh, check-in as well. And, uh, and if you haven't watched the, the documentary, we get new weekly subscribers every week. By the way, we're at 1,200 Salvations. You that are getting saved, uh, we are so glad you're getting saved. And if you have any questions, or if you're like, what do I do now that I've been, I've been, I hit that accept Christ button, what do I do now? God Behind Bars on the Pando app has that whole starting fresh, where, where do I go now, starting fresh series. So make sure you go watch that. And um, also let us know if you got saved through one of our video content. Gemma, you getting a little antsy? Huh? She was laying down and hitting yeah. the microphone. All right. All right. We, we, we love you guys and gals. We love y'all. We're praying for you. And uh, we believe in you. And have, have a great weekend. And write us to let us know if uh, something has impacted your life in an amazing way. All right. Bye. Bye. So anyway, that's a crazy story yeah. in of itself. But you know, at the very end, she was the she was the person that I always had had helped me. So, man, I'm at a McDonald's. They're following me in this car. Uh, reported stolen. I've got drugs. The girl at McDonald's was someone that had fronted me some of the money that I owed, and she started going off on me behind the counter. So McDonald's called the cops. She called the cops. So all these cops. I don't know that anyway. this could have gotten any worse. <laughs> yeah, it just <laughs> it all went bad. And of course, they were already after me as it was, as far as for all the drug dealing, um, you know. But so I go end up going into the county, and um, they offered me ten years probation deferred. Wow. But the thing was, they were like, "You're gonna have to go to the, all these classes. You're gonna have to do this. You're gonna have to have a job." And I was in the middle of my addiction, but they were like, if you mess up on this deferred, you know, you, you can get more time than yeah. what the probation is. Um, so I would say, you know, yeah, I'm going to sign it. But then when they would tell me all these rules and stuff, I'm like, man, I know Ooh, I can't do that. Yeah. So anyway. Probation's I, hard. I, I got so tired of it. Three times my lawyer said, man, you really just took the DA off. You're wasting their time. 
And um, so they just said it's off the table now, you know. So I was like, okay. And um, I was really trying to buy time to get out. You know, I wanted to get out by the t- in between court dates, but it never would work out that way. Were you trying to run? Did you want yeah, to run? I wanted to run. Wanted to run? Yeah, I wanted to run. I was talking to people in the county about going to Canada and different things. So anyway, they came and said, hey, they're going to offer you five years. My lawyer said, you'll probably do two, and you'll end up getting out. And I'm thinking, man, I'm 20. I'll get out of 22. I got my whole life ahead of me. So I'm in the county, and people are telling me, man, youngster, you know, you you got that baby face. You, you, you look young. You're going to have a hard time in prison. And that would just make me mad, you know, like, what are you talking about? Oh, prison. <laughs> and um, so I show up to, to prison, to, to TDCJ. So, the, so what was your in sentence? T- in f- five years. So you got a five-year sentence. Five-year okay. sentence. All right. So I show up into uh, the Garney unit. And you're and not serving the Lord at this point. No, I'm not serving the, serving the Lord at all. So, I sh- yeah, I show up to the to the gurney unit. But naked gurney. And, yeah. And um, I'm like, man, this prison thing ain't no joke. You know, it's stripped down, shaving my head, spraying me with lice clean, uh, killer and like a like a fertilizer. I felt like a plant or something. Grab them and, and spread them. Grab them, spread them, cough. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I would have known. And so I literally, my first 24 hours, I went to the law library and I looked about, like, how could I go back to get that probation that I turned down? I'm like, oh, my gosh, what did I, you know, sign up for? And um, so anyway, what was um, your build back then? Were you skinny? Because I mean, you're. you're oh yeah, you're, I'm not, dope. I weighed about yeah. 115 pounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If I show you pictures of me, you know, <laughs> even when I got out, I was skinny. You know, I married a, I married a Latina. You married a cook, a Latino cook, yeah, man. Yeah. The cook's good food. I gained 120 all. pounds since I've been out. <laughs> so I tell people I had five years of eating to catch up on, but uh, from all those lockdowns. But uh, so anyway, I'm at I'm at Gurney, and um, they told me, man, you need to find the biggest dude in Gurney and call him out. Get your respect, you know, so you don't have a hard time. And so that guy might have been you, J. Dan. You're a pretty big guy if you were at Gurney at the same time I was. No, but uh, I didn't have to really look for a fight. The fight came to me pretty pretty quick. And um, I have all my major cases. And and so, you know, in, in my five years, I, I had 11 um, major cases and 15 minors. And uh, so I got my first. Wait, say that again. 11 major cases and 15 minor. In how long? In five years. Well, the last year and a half, I didn't get any cases, but I got that many cases in three and a half. So the first 24 hours, you know, it it says, uh, you know, I showed my wife. And so this guy, I was in the shower. He got into my locker to get a shot of coffee out. And I'd given him two shots earlier in the day, and then I told him no more. So while I was showering, he was going to go get himself, you know, a shot. And I saw it from the shower underneath the DV. And just saw red, you know, that was my anger. Whenever I got mad, that's all I saw is red. And I just flew out that that shower uh, butt naked over there to that guy and just started welling on him. And the lady came out the picket, and, and she was like, get your hands off of him, some old lady uh, guard. And she pulled out that pepper spray. Not let go. I'm like, I, <laughs> I ain't getting sprayed. So, you know, that's the first Ooh, major case. Man, so that pepper spray I is was, no joke. Um, I ended up getting G Ford within six months. Um, was in G4, um, riot took place, and uh, went from G4 to G5. Hmm. And I used a pitcher, 
um, and a tray in the chow hall, and they considered that a weapon. Oh, yeah. So I got a assault on a fender with a weapon. Yeah. And um, did and you ever so, did you ever become affiliated? Were you affiliated at that point? Yes. Yes, I did. Did you yeah. did you become affiliated because uh, out of survival, out of protection? What? Yeah. So I mean, I I didn't become affiliated because I was like racist, you know. Um, but yeah, I just was like, Hey, you get down, you know, with your people type thing. And, um, you know, I remember one of the guys who did one of my first tattoos, um, he was a real cool guy or whatever. And, and he just kind of smooth talked me into like, this is thing to do. You know, this is what we do. We stick together. We look out for everybody. And, um, you know, got my heart check and, (laughs) you know, they're like, Hey, you can take two guys back to back. Uh, 30 seconds each or two at the same time for 30. And I got to pick. I said, I'll take two for 30. Just get this over with. And that was the longest 30 seconds of my life. I but, bet. you know, anytime you roll up on a new unit, you got to go through it all over again. Um, so, yeah, you know, and, and, and of course, getting into, you know, that circle, uh, you know, it led to everybody is involved into drugs. And, right. Yeah. And, um, you know, doing things that are illegal or wrong and against the rules um, in a prison environment. And, um, you know, so starting in going to medium custody, you know, I was in medium custody for about six months, ended up getting G5 and uh, was in G5. Um, you got to do a year case free. And um, I had almost a year done and ended up popping the slot. Because there was mm. sewer coming back up in our cell, yeah, and um, I got the lieutenant down there to move me and my my celly at the time, um, and then major case tampering with a locking oh. mechanism. It, <laughs> you, it sounds like I'm trying to escape, but I'm like I just yeah. popped the slot on yeah. the door, but you know, and so that reset the year, and we had a warden that came in and was like, "Man, we need to make room back here in G5." It was Smith Unit High Security, La Mesa, Texas. And um, he, I go down there and for a review, and I'd only had about six more months towards that year again. And he was from Bonham. <laughs> and he was like, what street? I said, I grew up on Oak. He said, I lived on Pine, you know. And he was like, you know, because you're from Bonham, I'm going to wow. go ahead and uh, I'm going to give you your 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 line class. So I mean, straight to general population of Beto unit. Oh, wow. So okay. it's the first time being from Bonham paid off. But, um, <laughs> and so I show up to Beto and, you know, if you know anything about Beto, man, it's rocking and rolling. Yeah. I mean, it, I was like, and so because the, I was introduced to so much stuff at Beto, contraband, drugs, and, and, and hooch and drinking, I mean, man, I had people that I knew that were there and they were like, man, I got this hooch cooking, you know, and that's the first time I had gotten high marijuana in, in yeah. prison and was hooked. You know, I was one of the guys with the, the big yellow and brown fingers from all the smoking. And so that started a whole line of illegal activities. And um, I was there at the same time Yuri was. Okay. What's <laughs> Yuri, up, Yuri? Yeah. Yuri remembers the riot that happened. Mm. And then I ended up getting shipped. And so I was, uh, I, you know, I was only there for like six months, you know, okay. but, you know, in that time. So ended up going to the Clemens unit in Brazoria outside of Houston. And when I rolled up there, I thought, man, you know, Jane and I was so tired of everything. I was tired of the fight and tired of the tired of everything, you know, and I kept telling myself when I get out, you know, which at this point I'm like two years to discharge. I saw parole 
in in G five, and if anybody's in another state, that's high security twenty four seven lockup. You you can't make parole. Right. G five line three. And so it said serval, you know, poor institutional adjustment. And so um that was an understatement. And um so really I don't know. I felt like you adjusted to the institution pretty well. <laughs> really Just not you know, in the way that they wanted you to adjust. I was I was mad at the world. I was like, man, the the how I was raised, the foster care system, the things I had to go through, I was angry. You know, I was like, man, this isn't fair, you know, and and um, it consumed me. And I was a type of person that, you know, I didn't think I was big and bad. I just had an anger problem I couldn't control. And people yeah. just look at me wrong. I'd be like, what's up, man? And um, that got me in some some wrecks, you know, as you can imagine, you know. Um, you know, I got my butt handed to me, you yeah. know, a few times by calling out the wrong one. You know, but that's just to say that I had this anger. I had this addiction. I had all this. And so... I was praying to God to give me a sign when I showed up. And I said, God, if you're real, just give me, show me a sign. And I'm out of place getting high, smoking weed with like four dudes from San Antonio. And we had a Nigerian boss man walking the run. And he walked past the cell. He walked back. He's like, it smelled like a the weed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, sir. And um, he calls the lieutenant down and it you know, a couple guys were under the bunk, and it was just I was sitting on a bunk, and another guy sitting on a toilet. Lieutenant comes down, like, Oh man, it's ripe over here. Get out of them, strip down. So he's like, Are you high? And I'm, I couldn't even, you know, strip down, right, J Dan? <laughs> and I was like, Nope, I nope. And he's like, You can't even get your clothes on, you know. But they start searching the cell. They're like, Man, there's two other guys in this cell, and um. In that moment, you know, they racked up everybody. It was about 9 o'clock at night. Everybody racked up, went to bed. They came the next day um, and Wait, brought— now, now, just so everybody knows that has never been to prison, uh, the, the, the the idea of two extra men being in the cell is not allowed. There's <laughs> only a two-man yeah. cell. Two man and cell. so at some point, they snuck in there. They snuck in. And, when went, the door and they didn't up. go back when they were supposed to. Yeah. And so they, they stayed in there. Out of place. And so they came to the day room, and they— told everybody to go to their cells, and they brought us four out, and they had the urine analysis, the drug test. And Sergeant's like, let's go. Who's going first? And so in that moment, it, this was a pivotal moment for me because I said, Jesus, if you're real, I know a lot of us have prayed that, God, if you're real, I promise I'll do good. You know, if you just get me out of this wreck or this jam that I'm in. But I said, Jesus, if you're real, you know, help me pass this drug test. And so the first guy went, we waited two minutes, positive, marijuana, handcuffs, medium custody. Same thing happened with the other two guys. They got down to me. They're like, Ford, you're up. And I was said, you know, I just started praying that whole time, Jesus, reveal yourself to me in this moment. And um, they wait two minutes. Everybody in, the, in their cells are watching the day room pressed against the bars, watching this go down. And he already had the head, set of handcuffs out. And I was like, man, I told myself I'm never going back, you know, to medium custody again and all that. I'm done with that. And um, he told me negative, um, drug test negative, and they all walked off. I thought, man, good thing they didn't call me down to like wow, the major's office. That wow. would have looked weird. Three guys locked up and I come back. All of a sudden, yeah. you. So everybody watched this go down. And um, so I told a guy, Chino, that I hung out with a lot. I said, what do you think of this? I said, I, said, I prayed to Jesus if you're real. 
um, to that moment, but I started second guessing it. Well, then they called me in the property room. I already been on the unit a while. Said, man, we got a property for you. I'm like, man, I have no property from from my last unit from Beto. And they said, well, a Bible. They handed me a Bible, got my name and number in the because I'm like I ain't seen this Bible in my life. Usually they throw those things away anyway. They don't. I'm like, they don't carry those around. Catch with you? up to me. So I've been That's praying, amazing. Jesus, uh, pass the drug test if you're real. Show me another sign. Oh. I get the Bible and and so I'm asking people, what do you think this means? They're like, well, read it. So I started reading it and then I ended up meeting a guy who had became a Christian while he was out fighting his case. And um, he just had a light. I'm like, man, I've done every drug in the book, and I've never had the light that this guy's got. And it, and people would tell me you're going to hell. I knew I was going to hell. Yeah, you know, I yeah. believed in God. I was mad at God. Like, yeah. how'd you let this all this happen to me in my life? And so he just told me one question, and they were about to rack it up. You know, the end of the night, he said, "If you died tonight, do you know where you would go, heaven or hell?" And um, I was like, man, he's like, you know, you you can know. But I started reading the Bible already, and I was like, man, God, I just – he was chasing me down. He, he literally left the 99 and was coming after <laughs> me, and I knew I couldn't outrun it anymore. I knew I couldn't stop, you know, as much as the excuses that I gave. And and um, I went back to the cell, and I didn't even have a celly in there at the time. And um, I just started crying like a baby, and I got down on my knees and and B um, uh, one sixteen cell at the Clemens unit, and um, got down on the concrete floor. I said, Jesus, I said, if you'll take this this foul mouth, this dirty mind, this addiction, and this anger, if you'll take this all from me, I promise I'll serve you. I just was so desperate to for change. I'm like, I can't live like this anymore, and. Um, and from the moment I got up in that cell, something was different. And Jesus came into my life, and I can, you know, my next year and a half in prison, I served him, been out 10 years. So last 11 and a half years, been serving him, never gone back, did a line, did a sip, did anything, because that's how good he is, you know, wow. that, that uh, you know, I was like, man, if you do all this for me and take all this away from me, and, and save me, make me a new creation. I mean, I, I want to keep serving you. You know, everything I served destroyed me. You know, now I'm serving something that's helping me and that's benefiting from me. And um, started, of course, going to chapel. You, we started a prayer call. Our prayer circle got so big, the gang said, we're going to shut this down. Mm. And we prayed against it and prayed against them. They wanted to beat us up. They called us the Christian gang. Um, because too many people, and then when their homeboys started getting saved, they, that's really when it started getting <laughs> yeah, bad. Yeah, 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 man. And so revival started happening in this little day room. And um, this is still at the Clemens unit. At the Clemens unit, okay. and then I went uh, from there to the faith-based dorm, and we started every night. We had a Bible study, new people, and and so yeah, it got and so people who knew me before, they'd be like. Golly, and I remember they called me down in the warden's office six months before I got out to give me back from line three to line one. <laughs> and uh, the lady at the warden's office in, in the classification, she said, Mr. Ford, I'm looking here and I see all the disciplinary cases that you've gotten. And I see in the past year, 
you've had no cases. She said, what changed? Mm. And I said, I gave my life to Jesus. Wow. And that's, that, that's awesome. Right she there. was an older lady what a and testimony. she just kind of looked like, I'm not sure if she, you know, where she stood in yeah, her faith yeah. walk with God, but she couldn't deny it. Yeah. That's the look. She's like, you can't deny the change. Like whether I believe it or not, it did something. Don't know what it is, but you're definitely different. Yeah. Cause you case free, you know, in the last year. And I said, I met Jesus and you know, the, the guards that pull me over, like, you know, what are you happy about? Yeah. You know, you're in prison yeah, yeah. and you get out of them. And usually I'd be like, man, what you talking about? I gotta... <laughs> and I'd be like, here you go with the smile. You know, here you go. You know, I'm not going to let this yeah. steal my joy. So and good, people couldn't deny it. And I got to tell other people about it. And now and then they started coming to Christ. And and um, it was just a powerful moment. And I just knew getting out, I couldn't go back. I was like, if I go back. To my hometown, everybody's still doing the yeah, same thing. Yeah. They're going to put drugs in my hands immediately. People, places, things, yep. And so I'd never been to San Antonio in my life. God told me, you know, I tell people, God told me five things in my life. <laughs> you know, he, 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 of course, he talks to me all the time, but five key things in my life. And, you know, the, the first one was to go to San Antonio. And I okay. went with them, but the clothes on my back. Went to a church, and uh guy said, hey, I got a construction business. Can you be at work tomorrow? Wow. And uh, there's that choice, man, I just did five years. These guys, and they just invited me to Slitterbond. Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't been swimming five years. <laughs> and so I went through changes at the end, you know, yeah, the yeah, people, yeah. places, things. And yep. I'm like, this is the time. And I'm like, I'll be at work. And it was a Saturday, you know, they wanted to work, and I'll be there. And it was July when I got out. It was oh, hot wow. out yeah. in the sun doing construction work. But I was willing, you know, to do whatever it, it took. Yeah, and and so. Good. I'm like, I work for the state for free. You know, why can't I work now? You know, and so just kept going to church, kept believing, trusting God, and, you know, met my wife in church. Everybody says they want a good Christian girl, but a good Christian girl is going to want a good Christian man. Absolutely. You know, they don't, Absolutely. They don't want a little kid. They don't want someone who's wishy-washy. They going to want a good man. So, you know. When I met my wife, she started asking about me. She asked the church. She called my pastor. Does he come to church? Does he come to prayer? Does he come to the event? Like she wanted to make sure. Right. Yeah. 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 And That's so uh, good. you know, and of course, you know, we've been married, you know, nine years now. Well, you know, I've been out ten years. Wow. We've been out nine years, and she's really. I give a lot of credit, of course, to God in, in sobriety, being out, not going back, but. Also to my wife, I, I couldn't be here today without her because there are many times where I did feel like giving up. I did feel back, like going back, but I always had a strong woman, you know. So you, you can't. A strong woman <laughs> makes all the stinking difference, to me, man. That would pray with me, push me, and and, and keep me. That times where I was going to give up. So when guys tell me when I go back in. Man, I she's not saved, but I'm gonna get out and tell her about Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, good yeah, luck. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, so you need that. That's one of your your keys. Don't go back to where you came from, wherever you got caught up or trouble or family. You know, go somewhere new. Number one, and, and number two, you have to be equally yoked with with a with a woman or man of God. If you're a woman watching this, um, and so you know, sitting here today is that. You know, um, I never dreamed that yeah. I'd be doing this. So when you got out, this time. Yeah. when you got out, at some point you started a radio show. Yeah. So, so how long was that uh, after you got out? Why did you want to start it? You know, yeah. uh, tell us about that real quick. 
So I'd be going to churches, and, and the church that I would go to, I went to a couple of churches, right, and they didn't have prison ministry. And so that always bummed me out because God was calling me from when I got out. He told me, hey, you're going to go back to prison. I was like, no, God. So I was like Jonah running from Nineveh. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want to go back to prison. I wanted to put that behind me. And um, so going to church, I mean, I got involved in leadership and Bible studies, and I was doing a lot of good things. Then COVID happened. And it was during that quiet time, that lockdown. If you're on lockdown, if you're in lockdown, in, in a seg situation. But it was during that that God spoke to me and said, obedience is better than sacrifice. Because he was like, why aren't you doing prison ministry? Why aren't you doing what I called you to do? And I'm like, well, I'm doing great things in the church. We're leading. We're giving. We're doing all this, God. So you, like, but so that's you, not what I called you to so do. You didn't have a ra- like, so you didn't have a radio show at this point when COVID no. started? Mm-mm. Okay. No, so— I actually was a guest, like kind of like I am today, on a radio program, and God put it in my heart, like, "Hey, I want to bring this, you know, San Antonio area, and and um, I wanted that station. I wanted to help them expand out of Houston to San Antonio, and it really didn't pan out. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that didn't work. But God said, hey, I didn't tell you, I didn't tell them to do it. I told you to do it. So, so good. I felt like I had so much on my plate. But you know, God opened a door. I got a call from the local Christian station. They interviewed me as a new pastor with the church in the area, and I said, hey, we want to do this. And and so we started the radio show, and then we started to expand it. Where the people Freedom Radio, and people say Freedom, like. They're in prison, isn't that like an oxymoron? And I said, hey, I was the most free in my life in the less free place. Absolutely. And so, yeah, we went from radio to to podcast um, and then as far as to to Pando and and church and all that order. But, you know, I never, never dreamed as far as to be, be able to do this, but... You know, I'll give God the glory. I want to be able to reach the people who I was once like and tell them, hey, you don't you don't have to go back to addiction when you get out. But even in prison, I mean, look at me. I was on the K2 and the cigarettes and the weed and the hood and um, didn't think I could break free of that. And um, so a lot of people, they're like, man, I tried Jesus. I tried all this stuff. And so... You know, I tell them it's like Star Wars, the little green guy Yoda. He says, do or do not, there is no try. You you know, and so you know, when we're out in the world, we wanted the full effect of that beer. We didn't drink yeah, half yeah. the beer. We yeah, drank yeah. the whole beer. Oh, yeah. We, we you were, know, <laughs> that's what it's all about. You know, like you, gotta go you, go to, way. you go to ice cream shops and they let you try just a little bitty sample of, of, of the flavors. You know, and it'd be the same as if you just went inside and tried the flavors but never – paid the price and ordered the ice cream and went all in. So people just want to try Christianity, but they don't want to pay the price because our leader paid the price uh, to start the whole Christianity movement. And, 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 but we, we, we kind of want to just keep getting that shot. So we don't get the full-blown virus of Christianity. You know, we just want to get that, you know. And so we just keep trying and keep tasting, but we don't oh, we don't pay the price and we don't go all in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my wife will get mad at me for using an ice cream uh, illustration. You know, so why can't it be broccoli or something? You know, but uh, but that's that's the thing. I love I love that saying, uh, you know, either do or do not. But but try try is try is man. I mean, I get it. You always want to try something new. But at some point, you got to quit trying and just do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, 
uh, that that's what I love about you, man. You 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 just did business. You didn't try it. You did it. You 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 didn't try the radio show. You did it. You know, you, you didn't try video. You're doing it. You know, and I loved how I didn't know, try Jesus. <laughs> at, 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 at each episode, I liked how you admitted that you know you were learning some things and y'all were you know learning about lighting in different position and you didn't just oh, give yeah. up. You just kept going and kept getting better. And now it now it looks it looks great. You know, yeah. and uh, you got a great co-host. Uh, and uh, so so can't, I can't get my wife on yet. She's been on a few. She's been on a few. I don't know what just happened there. One of my cameras went out. Mine? Uh, my camera went out? It, no, mine did. It was weird. I don't know what happened. You just have to crop that out. Is that thunder? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe, maybe, maybe I got a... Maybe I cord... No, that's cool. Maybe I got a, a loose cord. Um, anyway. All right. Well, uh, man, is there anything else we need to talk about? Hey, listen. Listen, people. Uh, let me do this. Uh, let's both look at, um, let's both look at the camera. All right. And, and listen, if you, if you listen to background check podcasts and forgiven felons and you've never heard of worthy people podcasts, you need to listen to them. Yeah. And if you listen to worthy people podcasts and you've never heard of us. You yeah. start listening to us. So we're, and I'm going to tell them on the podcast. Hey, go go check it out. I'm so over there on all this, of, all of this, us. Uh, we need to we need to check. make sure that all of our listeners are listening to you, and uh, and all of your listeners are listening to us too. Yeah. And uh, you know, I know you guys play music. You guys uh, do some movie clips too, as well. And and there's some other good podcasts out there. Uh, Yuri Crypto Christ got got some good content. Uh, he's not on Pando, but he's on audio. So. You know, I know some of you guys can't listen to the audio, the the Seggers, um, you know, and stuff can't listen to the audio podcast. But if you can, go check Yuri out. Uh, obviously, real real Vita TV. You know, they're preaching the gospel and they're doing some uh, some good content as well. So make sure and they play some great they play some great music videos. Yeah. Uh, I, I was watching them one time. They were playing Rare Breed. Rare Breed is one of our favorite. Yeah, uh, he's Christian. Uh, he's coming. He's coming to uh, Gatesville on October twelfth. Oh wow! And so me and my daughters. It's a Thursday night, but we're leaving school early, going down there to to Gatesville. Is that a women's unit? Uh, he's Gatesville? not going to be in prison. He's just oh. going to be at a at a little event center there in wow. Gatesville. I don't think he even knows that he's in the middle of all those prisons. So I've been messaging him back and forth on Instagram. And so uh, trying to at least get him to do a shout out to the prisons there so I can video it and put it on the podcast. But, yeah. But uh, but he's amazing. Good, we've we've, we've chatted music. back and forth on Instagram and uh, they're just great people. And so uh, so we can't wait to go see them. So if you are in the Gatesville area, anywhere near the Gatesville area, meet us there at Rare of Breed, October 12th. Uh, me and my family will be there. So uh, how far is Gatesville from you guys? Oh, probably about four hours. Four, yeah, four. Oh, yeah, because y'all got to come north and then go east a little bit. Yeah, that's all right. Hey, listen, we're we're closing up, man. But uh, but listen, if you're in the San Antonio area and or you're getting out and you're pulling to the San Antonio area, uh, and you need a good community, a good church, a good good people to hang around, make sure you look up worthy people. It is so. Um, write them. The PO box will be on ours, uh, but also you can find their address. Uh, and I'm sure they have a way to contact you, but but show up to what's the name of your church? A community Bible Church. All right. Yep. And what part of San Antonio are y'all? Uh, so that's off 1604. Uh, east side, west yeah, side, west north side, north side of San Antonio. Yeah, Stone All Oak right. area. Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, and man, looking forward to doing some prison ministry with you. Yeah, thank you for dude. having me on as a guest. You know, thank you for uh, coming. It's an honor to to be here and uh, keep reaching. You know the the same you know people absolutely that, that we were once like and letting them know, hey, there's a there is hope. There's a chance. I mean, there were times where I didn't think there was. Um, I, I thought I'd never get out. You know, yeah. so. Um, just keep hanging there, serving God, honoring Him, and putting Him first. Jesus said, "Be about my business, um, and I'll be about your business." Yeah. And seek Amen. first the kingdom, and speak directly. Else will be speak added. directly to the inmates behind bars, male and female, all over the nation. Yeah, speak directly to them. Give them a, give them a little uh, outgoing, encouraging message. Yeah. So, you know, I I know sitting here today, you know, and and being able to watch this on here. Um, I'm sure there's things that I talked about in, in my story and what you know of Jaden's story as well that you can relate to. Um, and maybe you find yourself um, back incarcerated uh, numerous times, or maybe you've felt like you've tried Jesus um, and it's never worked before. Maybe um, you are in some currently affiliated um, the situation and um, you are ready um, to to go after this Jesus thing all the way and go all in, um, like Jaden said, and not just taste it. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, what your situation is today, but I'm here to tell you and to give you hope um, that with with Jesus, all things are possible. It doesn't happen overnight, and, and that might frustrate you that, man, I heard about that prayer that Cody prayed or or, or how it happened for Jaden, and it's not happening that way for me. I prayed before. I'm still angry. I'm still mad. Uh, I'm still being ruled by, you know, addiction. Um, and, and so, any great thing, whether it's uh, you, you want to work on uh, losing weight, lifting weights, uh, you, you've got to be disciplined. You've got to be trained. And so, I tell people here on the outside that they get frustrated at times. Uh, your situation you're in didn't happen overnight, so it's not going to flip overnight. Um, and so you've got to, you've got some healing. You've got things that you've been through. Um, you've got things that have happened to you, um, and you need Jesus to be able to come in and be able to heal you of those things. And so I just encourage you, um, way that it worked for for me. And it, there's no magic formula. I mean, and it's just Jesus, and people are saying, "I, I want to know the real reason," and 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 it, it, that sounds too simple. Um, but the gospel, the good news, it is that simple. Yeah. Um, and so keep pouring it in, and and I use this analogy of a cup of water. And so if you have a cup full of dirt, the more water you continue to pour in, that dirt's going to rise and, and overflow. And wash out of that cup, and before long, all the dirt's going to be out, and it's just going to be water left. And that's how it needs to be with your relationship with God. Keep pouring it in. Keep surrounding yourself with people that are going in the direction that you want to go, that are serving God, that are strong brothers, strong sisters. You know, going to the chapel services, going to the Bible study, prayer call. If there's not one, maybe God wants you to start one. You know, your relationship with God, getting alone in His Word. Jesus, he went through hard times too, um, and he was God in the flesh on earth. But what we see in the Bible is every time he felt discouraged, it said he withdrew from the multitudes, uh, from the people. And in prison, it's it's hard sometimes to be able to get that alone time or that quiet time. Um, and that's why lockdowns are great you know, for that. But 
use that time, get be intentional to get alone with God and hear from him. Let him speak to you. Many times, you know, we we dump our list to God like, hey, I need this, this and this. I want to do this. Help me make parole. Help me get money on my books and help me get a visit. Um, Jesus name. Amen. But um, a, a conversation, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. Yeah. And in any relationship, it's a two way conversation. So you have to listen and his Holy Spirit, Jesus said, I must go to leave with you the comforter. You have a comforter. It's not the end right now. You have the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, fill me, comfort me in this moment. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will show you all things. Maybe you don't know what to do. Uh, let his Holy Spirit just continue to seek and say, God, show me through the power of your Holy Spirit what I need to do. And, and, uh, and, and just to know that you know, this situation you're in right now, this setback, it's just a setup. It was a setup for me for what God wanted to do in my life. And and so it's not the end. Continue to push. Continue to let your light shine before men and uh, be uh, continue to be that example. But maybe you're watching this today and you're hearing all about it and someone said, hey, there's two guys that used to be locked up and do time uh, together and they're talking on there and maybe that's what brought you into it. I'm not sure, you know, And but if you're like, man, I, I've never even made Jesus my Savior. I don't even know where to start or what to do it. Um, but the Bible tells us that if we confess our sins and believe in, in, in Jesus that we're born again. I mean, it's that simple, um, like the prayer that I said uh, on a prison concrete floor. And so maybe today you need to say that prayer. Maybe you've said it but now you know this is for real. You know, this isn't a game. We did it for real because God's for real, and you want that same, you know, you want to have an encounter and do it for real this time and and not just taste it but go all in. And so um, let, we want to give you opportunity to do that, to, to accept Christ or rededicate. Um, so if you just want to pray with me and just say, Dear Jesus, I ask you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I ask you to forgive me of everything I've done wrong. I come against the devil on every level. And I say, devil and demon forces, get your hands off of my life. I will not serve you anymore. For Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and I will serve him for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I mean, if amen. you said that. And Cody, you know, we want, to rejo- we want to rejoice with those who just prayed that prayer. But also now, let's close out the podcast and just pray a general prayer over everybody, yeah. and uh, and pray us home. I usually pray at the end, but I want to I want to ask you to pray over yeah. just over everything today, especially the lockdown that the inmates are feeling. But anybody out here that's going through a lockdown scenario in their finances, in their relationships, and in a trial time, whatever you know, just just pray us out in general. All right, Heavenly Father, we just come before you today. We thank you that that. Uh, that you're so good, that your word says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. So we thank you that you're drawing near to us now, God. We thank you that you're Jehovah Jireh, that you're Jehovah Rapha, that you're our supplier, that you're our healer, God, of everything in our life that we've gone through, everything that we're going through in the moment, God. We know that it's not the end. We know that the Bible says that the devil is an accuser. He's going to continue bringing our mistakes yeah, up to yeah. us. But God, we know that you said that if we ask for forgiveness, you 
you've cast them as far as the east to the west. So yes, we thank Lord, you thank for you your Jesus. forgiveness. We we pray for those thank that are Lord. nationwide in prisons Jesus. and jails right now. We nation. pray that you continue to help them in, the, in their journey. Those that are on lockdown right now, God, that you would can, that you you would speak to them through this time through this moment, God, and just reveal yourself to them. And we pray for families of the incarcerated that are watching this right now, even on on YouTube on the outside or listening on the audio podcast, that that you would uh, continue to help them and their families and everything that they're going through as they're walking through the incarceration um, of a loved one. And so, God, we know that it's not the end. We know that you are bigger than anything that we're facing. You're bigger than any financial problem, any medical diagnosis, God. We just pray for healing right now over people. We pray for healing over bodies, Lord God. We pray for those that are getting out, God, that are coming, and maybe they're going to come to the forgiven felon's home, or maybe they're getting out somewhere else, or family, God. We pray, God, that you would open doors for them. We we pray that you would put faith connections of godly people in their life, God, so they can continue on their journey, God, and that they can, too, be sitting in these same chairs one day and telling about the story of how you set them free and how they were able to succeed and win through Jesus Christ. And so we just thank you for our families. We thank you for these platforms, God, the ministries before us that go before us. We thank you for field ministers, chaplains, um, and this opportunity to get to be able to come and encourage and tell people about the hope and freedom that that only you can give. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Cody, once again, yes. man, for coming and and, uh, and just carving out time on your uh, kind of mini vacation tour <laughs> in the Dallas area. Thank you yeah. for carving out time thank for us, Thank you man. for having me. And uh, we want to thank all of you for listening uh, every week. We thank you. Uh, I think between the two of us, almost 40,000 subscribers. So uh, we thank you guys for listening, spreading the word about background check forgiven felons and worthy people podcast and uh and just keep doing what you're doing yeah keep doing what you're doing uh don't grow weary in well-doing for in due season you will reap if you faint not that was the king james version if you don't uh, like that version (laughs) get another version but basically keep don't give don't give up doing good yeah because at the right time god's perfect timing you're going to reap a harvest for all the all the plowing and all the sowing that you've done we love you uh remember don't let your background hold you back make it pay you back and uh and don't forget uh forgiven felons helping people with a past realize that you have a future in jesus name we love Love you all see y'all thank you for tuning in to this episode of the background check podcast brought to you by forgiven felons helping people with a past realize their future for more information please visit forgivenfelons.org Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss the latest episode. I'm Jaden Gum, and this has been Background Check.